Welcome, world. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Ball and Is a Hobby podcast. I'm your co-host, Ed, Jay, Chris, Paul. How we feeling tonight, fellas? Good, man. How y'all doing? It's Great. been a minute. It's been forever, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, life, life happens. What? Life happens, right? So. <laughs> life definitely happens. But it feels good to be back in the mix with y'all because we got a lot of shit to talk about. A whole lot of shit to talk about. We, I feel like we got to start off with the fucking, the wind bowl. Is that what we're calling it? I'm going to just call it the wind bowl. That works for me. <laughs> Yo, Belichick showed his genius once again. I don't know if it was his genius or his lack of confidence in Matt Jones. Either way, I've never, I personally have never watched a football game where they only threw three passes the entire fucking game. But one. I mean, you don't forget the part that they actually won. And won. (laughs) (laughs) That's the craziest part. Relatively convincingly. I swear, like, I thought Chris was, like, exaggerating. It was like, oh, they only threw, like, three passes. Okay, maybe they throw, like, no, 15. I'm like, three, really? Nah, literally. It's crazy. Strategically placed passes. (laughs) Yep. How many passes did Buffalo throw? They They should have thrown more. We could get into that, too. I don't know. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, we can get into Belichick's genius and Mac Jones and all this, but... The more I think about this, this is an indictment on Buffalo. Like, I don't know what their game plan was going into this this entire game. I watched this. I watched the first half. I recorded the second half. And then I rewatched the entire game. And the more I came away with, I was like, they seemed confused. They didn't know whether they wanted to run the ball the whole time or whether they could throw it. And then when, what's his name, Allen was throwing it, he would occasionally throw some dimes. Yep. But, their, but their whole offense, this is the craziest part. The craziest part about this whole thing is the Patriots know who they are. At the end of the day, they're a rookie, they yep. are a rookie quarterback, they have yep. a good offensive line, and they run the football. And that's exactly yep. what they did. Run Buffalo the is set up to spread the ball around and have mm-hmm. Josh Allen run as necessary. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times Josh Allen ran that game, but it should have been triple what he ran Yeah, it was not enough. Yeah. No maybe maybe six or seven times. It was maybe definitively not enough. I felt like, that from the very beginning. I was like, if you're going to run, run with your best running back. Who is Josh? Allen, like I don't, I didn't understand any of what they were doing from an offensive standpoint in that game. Like it literally made no sense. And then you know, from their defensive side, you know, I watched the whole first half and they couldn't stop the Patriots. They could, and then they had to do nothing but run blitzes. So they had all these people in the box jumping the gaps. And yep. apparently, you know, they couldn't stop with that either. <laughs> so Which is like... embarrassing. That's kind of like that might send the Bill season falling to, to the like to the wayside because how is any team gonna respect you after that? Like, yo, you knew that by, by the second series, you knew Belichick's probably gonna run the ball every play for the whole damn game. He's just gonna keep running. They knew that. We all knew it, the fans knew it. And still, Damian Harris and my man Stevenson put up, what, 222 yards rushing? Something like that. That's yep. crazy. And somebody was like, well, if you take away the long run, they only average 3.5 yards a carry. I was like, they stuffed the box. And if you run three times and get 3.5 yards a carry, guess what? That's the first down. You didn't do your job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's no I'm way, there's no way to slice this. I'm with it, though, because it's fucked Josh Allen forever for me, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> no doubt. 
for uh, me, I, like oh, ahead, they they blitzed on that on that long run too. Like if I remember correctly, and the safety the safety came down and over pursued. So for me, you knew it was a run play. You can't take away the long run and say anything about you know about their yards per carry because that long run came when they had the box <laughs> stacked up to stop the run. So <laughs> it don't matter. Like, but, like you know Matt Jones was about to pass 50 times in this game. You knew what the wind was. We all knew it was going to be bad weather. I mean, I think Ibn and I talked about this from a yep. fantasy football perspective, like on yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday, that was supposed uh-huh. to be terrible that Monday night. And Absolutely. Mac Jones, you saw the little face they had of Mac Jones at the beginning of the season. There was no way in heck they were going to put the ball in Mac Jones's hands in the wind, in the snow, and all that to try to win the game by him throwing 30-plus times. Like, that was never going to happen. Like how Belichick knew going it? in that he was going to run that ball 40 times. And so they stopped him. And they <laughs> never was, stopped him. It, it was that windy, like, it was like 60 miles per hour. Yeah, it was crazy wind. It was, it was like crazy. 50 miles an hour. Like, yeah, look, it, it was noticeable. Between 35 and 55 throughout the entire game. Oh, and were, don't get me, don't, don't get it twisted. Josh Allen threw a couple dimes in there. Like, yo, dimes yes, into the wind. And I was just like, okay, his arm, like, his arm, we all knew was legit. But then I had me thinking, if you're gonna start throwing, then just spread the ball and fucking throw. Like, and what are throw. you waiting for? Like, either yeah. do it or don't do it. But they were so wishy-washy. That's, that was the part that made no sense to me. It's like, sometimes they wanted to run. Sometimes they wanted to do, you know, like, throw deep. And I just couldn't figure out what their game plan was. So, you know, as I was watching the game, they ended up losing. I'm like, well, you didn't trust Josh Allen to do Josh Allen stuff. So, of course, you're gonna lose. Because you don't. the team doesn't know who they are. Like. To me, it really magnified that there was an identity crisis for Buffalo, and there's not one for the Patriots. Now, I don't think the Patriots game that they're going to play against Buffalo in two weeks in Foxborough is going to mirror that game at all. Like, they, that game could be 45 to, you know, 42. <laughs> they could uh-huh. be thrown all over the place because the situation was just so unique. But in those unique circumstances, you have to know what your team is great at. And it felt like Buffalo didn't really know what that was, which is surprising since they yeah. won the division and won seven games already this year. So let me ask y'all this, because I feel like we have the best offensive line in the league after that game. Should Belichick just move towards a strictly running the ball 30-plus times every game for the rest of the year? Like, we play Buffalo, who's a solid defense, and manhandled them. So why not just stick with that shit? Just keep running. Just keep running every fucking play. I don't think you can. I think it really is going to be dictated by the offenses that you face and the defenses. Like, you could do that run stuff on Buffalo because they don't know who they are. But if you win against the Bucks, Brady's going to pass all over you. That running shit, you cannot run 40 times, one, against that defense because they're really good at stopping the run. And Brady's going to throw it 40 times. And they're not they're not confused about who they are. They're like, we have the GOAT. We're going to throw. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. Right. right. So if your, team, if your team has an identity and they know who they are and they can execute that, then it really doesn't matter what the other team is doing. You know, it's it's a game of X's and O's, as you know, Chris would probably say. But at the end of the day, if your two really good teams are playing, it's going to be hard for one team to force the other team to play their style of football. And that was part of Buffalo's problem. They were trying to play at the Patriots for a while and it didn't make any sense. Like their mm-hmm. running game has never been good. And what is good, it was always Josh Allen. So why they were trying to play with the Patriots really made no sense to me. <laughs> and they've been run on too before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their 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 run defense has been tested before. So I mean, I think that, you know, from a situational standpoint, I, I honestly I just think that, you know, this was 
this is a great coaching performance by Belichick for a number of reasons, not just schematically, but also because, you know, he was able to, you know, tell the team all week, look, like this is, you know, there was video of him saying like, this is why we practice in this. And Uh I think there was just a challenge that was issued to them um, throughout the week to say, listen, straight up, like, this is what we're going to do. This is the game plan. I'm challenging you to go out and prove that you were a football player because this is the type of weather that defines you as a football player. That's the type of game that shows who you are as a football player. And you had Nikhil Harry out there blocking his butt off, <laughs> you know, like, and, and all these wide receivers going out there knowing they're not, they're not putting stats up this week. Like that's not what this game plan is about. And nobody cared. And that's yeah. the scary to me personally, from an objective standpoint, from the outside looking in, not, you know, like trying to put my, my fandom aside, that's the scary thing. When you see a team like that, that's willing to say, okay, we're just going to button up. We're going to throw down, and this is how we're going to win a football game, and nobody's flinching, and and everybody's executing. That's scary to me. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was an indictment on Matt Jones, though. I don't. Um, I don't think it was that, you know, that they didn't necessarily trust him to win the game. I think that there, that, that there is trust for him to win the game. That just wasn't the game for him to win. Because they they've been throwing the ball more at Mac Jones before this week, what happened there? Like, didn't he have like yeah. fifty yards the week before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have. Yeah. He's been solid, yeah. but there wasn't a need to because Buffalo couldn't stop the run. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like a schematic thing. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so after all that, fellas, you know who's number one in the AFC now, right? Who? Mac Mac Jones and Belichick. What? So I. So I gotta say one, I gotta say I told you so, because I called this shit early on and, and my prediction is coming true. But two Don't celebrate yeah, we still <laughs> got a lot of say. First of all, don't, don't be the like Cowboys the NFL season ever. Don't be like, the Cowboys. The Cowboys be calling Super Bowls in preseason. Right. Because uh, I remember five weeks ago I thought the Cowboys were real jam. Here we are. So yeah. yep. <laughs> true. And, and it's funny you say that, Chris, because I was going to the Super Bowl next. Are we headed towards a collision course with Brady Belichick Super Bowl? No, because the Bucks happen? ain't making it. No. Yeah, who knows? First of all, the Bucks ain't making it. I'm sticking with that. Second of all, <laughs> I still am not sold that this team is gonna make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I still think they're a year away. The Chiefs? Is it the Chiefs? Nah. Because <laughs> I look at the AFC. The Chiefs scare the who shit. Who are the top out. teams? You know why the yeah. Chiefs scare the shit out of me? Because they're underperforming on offense, and now their defense can actually rush the passer. I don't know where this Chiefs defense has been for the last, at the beginning of the year, but this is the defense that I thought they were going to have at the beginning of the year, but all of a sudden now, it exists. That and they still don't have their nasty. offense together. Uh-huh. <clears throat> they still can't run the ball great. I actually think they need to switch out running back, but that's another thing for another yeah. day. Yeah. Um, but I think we are we would be a terrible matchup for the Chiefs because if we went in there and tried to run and we weren't successful and we tried to put it in Mac Jones's hands, man, they got some as the kids say some dogs to get after Mac Jones. <laughs> and I don't know if we can handle that, especially if it was in Kansas City. If it was in New England, we'd have a better chance. But in Kansas City, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see the Chiefs. I feel like if no. Belichick wins this year, it's like he's going to love it even more, though, man. Because it kind of oh, evens absolutely. it up with, with, with uh, no, Brady. No, I will tell you right now, if Belichick's won the Super Bowl this year, it trumps what Brady did last year. But it's not even close. Brady went to a loaded team last year. I agree. How many All-Pros are on that team? They had mm-hmm. A.B. They had they brought in Gronk. They had, uh, what's his name? Mike Chris Evans, Godwin. They had Godwin. Evans. Like, Leonard their Fortnite. line was... They, they, yep. they drafted a whole bunch of people for the line. Their defense yeah. was already on the... It was already on the way up. It trumps what Brady did. 
Because to take a rookie quarterback yeah. to redo the entire team basically in an offseason where they say he blew way too much money and get them all to buy in to win a uh-huh. Super Bowl with this team, oh, this would be the greatest coaching performance he's ever had. Period. I feel like this is how he would like like to if you give him true serum, like this is how he would really like to win a Super Bowl though. It's, it's almost 100%. like something like it's like some like college football shit. It's like like true football, you know what I mean? Like hundred percent. I yeah, agree. It's with like you. not just a quarterback, it's like the whole it's it's just the it's whole everybody. thing schematically, right? Like uh-huh. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Paul. And if you looked how happy he was at the end of that game, yeah, you I don't get that happy ball. It was <laughs> hands up and all that. He knew that was a statement game right there. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah. And if he wins the Super Bowl, trust and believe he's gonna be like, "Yep, Brady, I can do this shit without you. I told you I could yeah, do this shit without you." That's what it would mean, too. Yeah, just like Brady was thinking that stuff last yeah. year, it would be the same thing. And guess what? It was exactly what That'd I've been be saying true. the whole time. It's both of them. You can't get twenty years of excellence yeah. without I'll an amazing coach that. and an amazing player. Like neither one of them is winning seven Super, getting the six Super, Bowl, winning six Super Bowls, and going to all those others without each other. And that's why I ultimately think Brady's gonna, you know, they have a good season, but I just don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. No, they're not good. Yeah, I think that the, um, you know, I I think the reason why I'm hesitant to say that that the Patriots would actually be able to go to the Super Bowl and win is not necessarily like an indictment on them as a team. I do I do agree with Jared that a season like a season from now this team might be scary good in terms of cohesiveness. Um, but there's just, there just seems to be a whole lot of parody this year yeah. because, yeah. because every team seems to be fairly inconsistent. And so when you get, when we get to the playoffs, if we get to the playoffs, um, you know, I feel like it could just be one bad performance that does it. And, you know, I think, in years past, you know, for teams like the Patriots and even teams like the Chiefs up until this season, there was a level of consistency that was expected, I think, that gave everybody a good benchmark to kind of compare what their performance might be, um, you know, going down the stretch as opposed to this year. Now, we're, we're playing fairly consistent football now, but there's nothing saying that that's going to be this the you know the case even two weeks from now. I I think that this upcoming stretch is really going to define who the you know who this team is. Yeah, I think we got a stretch of uh, tough teams. So I know we we beat Tennessee, we just beat Buffalo. I think we got Indy next. We got Indy yep. next. Okay, we got Indy next, and then, then Buffalo, Buffalo again. again. Then Buffalo again. Okay. Yep. And the yeah. season will Miami. Yeah, I was about to say. Then we got another game against Miami, and they're playing better. They are. We owe Miami from week one. We sure. do owe Miami. lose that game to Miami. I mean, that that <laughs> game is going to bother me to the end of the season. There's no way we show off that game. I think that game might bother you for the rest of your life, Jared. I'm yeah, not even exaggerating. Even if we win the chip. I don't think it's going to matter. Who was their quarterback when y'all, when y'all lost to them? Was it Tua? Oh, okay. it was it was we didn't do anything that game. We gave the he game. We literally thing. gave them a game. We gave the game away in the red zone. Like it's just unacceptable loss. It was a completely unacceptable <laughs> loss. And I think to Chris's point though about parity, the one thing I always admire about the Patriots was, you know, during that stretch runner, you know, good teams, they're consistent throughout the season. And so you know where their low point is. I've seen the Patriots low point in the season, and it is bad. Like I've seen them play bad football. So <laughs> yeah. I cannot have the faith that they're gonna go into the playoffs, even on the stretch right now, and say, they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. The yep. only positive thing for me is that there, no one in the AFC currently scares me. 
No one. No. I mean, when, the Chiefs when, have when, the potential. Well, Pat's fans, they want. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. Call me whatever you want. I'm being honest. I've seen them play bad football. They've been winning now, but everybody in the AFC is not great. I think the yeah. NFC is much stronger than the AFC this year. The yep. Chiefs scare me because I feel like there's a whole other level that they could get to that yeah. no one else in the AFC can even touch. And so they're the team that scares me. And the other team that semi scares me is is the uh, the Titans because if they get all their people healthy and somehow Henry's able to come back, they literally might run through the entire AFC. Like if they get Julio Jones back and what's his name, um, what's his name, Brown and AJ Derek, Brown, yeah, Derek Henry comes back and Tannehill just plays decent. Like who's really gonna stop them? I, there's nothing you can really do to stop them. So they're kind of built like the Bucks almost. They are. Mm. They are right. And That's they're not, and, and, and there's no, you know, fear from Vrabel about Belichick. He knows exactly how to beat yeah. Belichick, whether it's in Foxborough or Tennessee or wherever. Yeah, he's so not. Tripping. There's no, there's no mystique that's going to get in his face. Like, you know, what happened with uh, Sean McVay during the Super Sean, Bowl? Yep. We've either, like, none of that. Uh-huh. There's going to be none of that. <laughs> they're not going to be placates <laughs> and the Patriots. They're going to just take it to him. So, yeah. I think Tannehill would mess it up. <laughs> I don't you think they have to because you I think it? Henry is so good that Tannehill oh, just oh, has man. to manage, man. Like, t- no, Maddie, you have to make the play. I remember that happened with like Alex Smith. Like, when we yeah. go to the last boy, you just got to make one play and you don't make it. It's, you know, true. So, so look, we got three Patriots homers, but we can't, we can't forget you, Paul. Your <laughs> Giants, Danny Dimes, is he gonna play again this season? Like, what's going? Yo, what's on? going on, Danny? Bro? The whole shit is a dumpster fire, bro. That shit, <laughs> shit is crazy. Yo, I was like, man, I, I wouldn't even. I didn't even watch it last week because I, I was like, man, he's out. I knew we we're gonna get murdered. Like, I was not watching that crap. Like, I don't know. I think they're lying too. I think he's gonna be out for the year probably. He's definitely gonna miss a couple games. So, is this purposeful though? That's that what I was lying just about, about to say. Yeah, yeah they're keeping him out. Purposely yeah. lying about it because they they had they were they were trying to act like he might play on, you know. Well, they they're purposely hiding it. I don't know if they're, they're not. They're trying to. They would play him if they could. They want to win games, but like they're just mm-hmm. trying to. I guess competitive advantage. I guess they're trying to do. But like like last mm-hmm. week, you know, they were, t- they were trying to act like he was going to play up until the end, and then you know, then they called him out. So but it's like I think he has like nerve issues, so he might be out for a while. That's he not has good. nerve damage. It might be, yeah. He might, be oh done, he might be done. He might be done. Stay healthy, man. That's like I, I really like him as a player, but that's the only thing I don't like about him. He doesn't he does not like he's too much of a football player. He does not like take care of himself at all. Mm. Yeah, he he's yeah, not he a huge fan of hits, Yep. I mean it's crazy. I don't, I don't know, but if he doesn't play, I don't think we're gonna win another game, to be honest. So it's it's crazy to me, Paul, because yeah. if you look at the roster, especially offensively, y'all got some talent. Yeah, outside of I don't know about Danny Dines, but and that's why I was going with it. Y'all got yeah. Saquon, you got Sterling Shepard, you got Evan Ingram, you got yeah. Kadarius Tony, who I think got crazy potential. But everybody's always hurt. Always like, is hurt. it is it the trainers? Like, what's Man, going on with that medical heard, staff? Like, people people or what? say like, you know, the turf, like the turf, like since it's on, it's that oh. like it's not real. It's like it's, it's like fake. Whatever the wrong with the field, it's always hurting people. That's what you've mm. been saying, but they're not trying to change it anyway. I feel like I've heard opposing players say yeah, the same have. thing. Everybody knows it's trash. Mm. They talk about wow. It. But I mean, I know people don't like Danny, but like he's honestly, he's the the only reason you would watch the offense. Cause like even Saquon, Saquon's trash now. You know what I mean? 
he really is. Like, I mean, I think they're miscasting him. Like, he really supposed to be like a third down back anyway. Even people are saying like he's scared to get hit nowadays. I mean, he's mm. probably he's probably always been that way. But I mean, like he's like he, he had people rushing for like hundred yards. I forget who a Booker, the backup. He had like yeah, Devontae Booker's been solid. Yeah. He's been solid. Then he came back, and then you know Saquon came back. They've been playing him the whole time. He's not doing anything. So it's mm-hmm. like I don't know, man. Just. They, they just need to get rid of everybody, man. The co- I mean, at least I would keep um, Daniel, but I would get rid of the coach and, and the gym. I mean, the gym definitely gone, but. You get rid of Joe Judge? Oh, God. God man. Patriots, former Patriots, special the teams. Only That's a that gift from us to you guys for all the stuff that you stole from us. Bro. <laughs> the only people that want to keep this is the owner. That's ah, it, man. Word. It's the owner. That's it. Like, everybody else there, yo, everybody in New York hates this guy, bro. Because even at the end of the game, like, he's always saying, like, oh, he sees nice things. He sees improvement. But, like, the thing with my owner, right, my owner's not going to fire him. But even he knows he should be fired because he's making excuses, like, oh, I saw nice things. He's doing, like, you know, what a guy would, would do, like, when um, he's scared he's going to get fired. Mm. Yeah, he just like what you we scored nine points, three field goals. What what improvement did you see in anything? <laughs> it sounded like he was dumb. <laughs> no, everybody's saying that it sounded retarded. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just, you, there was nothing to see. <laughs> just, he, like that's what I'm saying. Even he knows he should get fired. So then when my owner doesn't fire him, it's gonna be crazy. It makes no sense. But I didn't ask him to be on the call for now just because I mean, like probably not gonna win another game. We might win one game, maybe. I don't think so, because like we can have some guy um this guy, he's Georgia's quarterback, From Jake yeah. Fromm. Yeah, he's going yeah, to yeah. start this week because the, um, the back of the guy got hurt last week. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah, going to be good greatest, to see what he can do. Jake he is the greatest Twitter handle I mean, of all time. I mean, it's yeah. going to be, it's probably going to be like, I mean, uh, I, I got Freeman. We played him a few years ago. He came in from Minnesota and like off like a week of joining the team. He got murdered because like you don't know the playbook. How you going to come and you don't know the playbook? You're the quarterback. All right, this is your remaining schedule. Yeah. You guys are at the Chargers. Yikes. You have the Cowboys Murder coming in. You're going to get the 35-3 next week. You yeah, have the man. Cowboys coming in after that. Murder. Then right after Christmas, you're at the Eagles. Then you're at the Bears. You could win that game. No, but that's if the plays, we could win those games. Yeah. And then you have Washington at home for your finale. Yeah. We could win the last three. If Jones plays, we probably win two out of those two. I'll tell you. But if he's not playing, we would struggle towards one of those games. I'm telling you. I think you could beat the Bears. Not with a backup. No, I'm telling you, he's the, like, if people hate on Jones, like, and I get it, but he's literally the only thing on the offense. Like, because that's why he's getting hurt. He's running all the time because nobody <laughs> else can get any of the yards. So he's running, he's throwing, like, any little things, like, we did win, it was because of him. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, who knows if he's the answer, but I'm just saying, like, they gave him a shit hand since he's been drafted, man. Like, True. this team is trash. I just want to see them play healthy. I just want to see everybody I agree. on the yeah. field and see what that product looks like. Still it, be a car with no engine, man. Car with no engine. <laughs> the offensive line is horrible. <laughs> Who did we give y'all? Who did y'all take from us? We gave you another gift for your offense. Soldier. Soldier. Make Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Trash can, man. Goodness. You're welcome. That, that sign had been terrible since it. Like, he's never been good. He had, like, one, like, okay year when he was still stealing money and ever since then it's been like dumpster juice <laughs> <laughs> well listen there was one Super Bowl that was stolen so you get yeah. Nate Solder uh, and another uh, Super Bowl that was stolen so you get Joe Judge oh Here my you go. god this so guy, now we you know what they say about him? They say he's like he's like one of those coaches on like the college football movies or like a movie. You know what I mean? They're like always saying those nonsense like, oh, we're just gonna keep digging with our shovel and all types of bullshit. 
Exactly. <laughs> giving y'all pep talks in the yeah, you got all the metaphors. He got all the metaphors, all the oh. all the sayings. He got all the bulletin board material. Listen, man, I'm gonna say this, and I mean this in all sincerity. I really think Judge just needs one. Like, I think he deserves one more season to see what's you what's really. He could come to your team for that bullshit. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> We're good over here. We because good. the thing is, I'm a fair guy. Like, I know he's dealing with. I know he got a shit hand too. But I'm fair, right? But it's it's one thing. Like, okay, your team is horrible. But like, I see as a coach, right? I can see that you're like, you know. You're making the right decisions, even with the bad plays you have, right? This guy makes terrible decisions every game, man. He just he makes it worse. Like he never wants to go for a fourth down. Like you know what I mean? It's just, it just it's not it's not like I'm just saying okay. It's not like I'm just not watching the games. I'm seeing the score. Like okay, we lost again. I don't care about that. It's just like in the games, you're not you're not doing the right things. You know, true. That's so. It is what it is, man. man oh, well. spoken like a real fan. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's real. He like, said it doesn't terrible. matter what we lost. It's how we lost. It's how we lost. Like, <laughs> That's real. Guy, everyone, man. Word. And tell me, oh, you see improvements, bro. Like, it's hard. And then he put it on himself because he fired Garrett. So now the light's on yourself now. You know what I mean? Well, they had to fire yeah. Garrett. They were no, they fun did. Side. It was Fun crazy. fact about Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett may end up the head coach of Duke. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, that out there. That's what, I mean, what a fall. He went from He's the head coach list. for the Cowboys <laughs> to the offensive play co- offensive um coordinator. offensive coach for <laughs> offensive coordinator for what's his name? The Giants and now he's gonna go to Duke. Duke is terrible. But this is my organization, man, because you know they forced Garrett on the sky. Like he wanted he did he never wanted him, but they're saying, Oh, he's a first time coach, so you know Garrett's been a coach before, so let's see how he does, you know, if he got somebody over shoulder or whatever, right? So I heard he wanted to fire. He wanted to fire Garrett after last year. They were terrible, but they wouldn't let him. So it's like you can't force people to do stuff like that. Like, well, but see, wouldn't that be the right decision? And then somebody got in his way. What you mean? He would have judge would have fired um, <laughs> Garrett if he had the chance, but he but had the opportunity. It was like he he could have done it. I think he could have done it if he wanted to last year. I don't know why he didn't. But mm. They should. My thing is they shouldn't have made him hire him in the first one. Let him have his own guy. That's fair. You know what I'm what then, I will say though, yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, Duke Duke sounds terrible, and <laughs> I mean, but on on paper, like if you look just beneath the surface, they they just agreed to part ways with their coach that is 77 and 79 as an overall record. He was there for 14 years, and they were fine with that. So how bad is that job really? Not bad. Oh. <laughs> Got to get up for those paid. UNC games, I guess. Huh? Man, you know, <laughs> right? You got yeah, the you... complexion for the protection, man. You always got a little safety net. You know what I said? <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Like, no. that man should never work in football again after the last job he did the last two years of my team. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Paul is not having it. No, He's not, not having it. Last not thing a... say, last thing must say on my team, man. It's the organization, man. Like, you know, we got a higher up guy that's like. He's like a VP. He actually makes football decisions, and he's the brother of the owner. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he's like Sounds a VP of football operations. You know what I mean? And then the, I heard there's another dude too that I don't know his name, but he's like a cousin of them too that's up there. Like, it makes shit makes no sense, man. Like, that's the shit that that's why things happen the way they happen. It's a family fire. business. Indeed. Well, yeah, but count the money. You don't got to be like he's a, like a scout. He's like a VP <laughs> of like player personnel type shit. Like, oh, he's man. like below the GM. I mean, they just got to blow the whole shit up, though. Like, the gym's gone, but I hope they fire Judge. Then I ain't going to watch next year. Fuck it. I ain't going to keep it real. 
<laughs> I think y'all gonna be alright. I think they should bring everybody back. Run that shit back one more year. Yeah, you want that because you hate my team. No. <laughs> hey, bro, I live in New York. Like, I, I wanna. I'm actually. I ain't gonna lie. Yes, I do not like the Giants. Do not like the Jets. That's only for the Yankees. You're right. <laughs> You're right. But I do think y'all got good talent. Real shit. Like, I just think y'all need a line. I honestly think you need yes. a line. And a better offensive coordinator. That's what I think you Yeah, want that's it. Really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just some good. We only talking about what's the name? Wilson, though. But that's a horrible decision. Russell Wilson, they're talking about bringing. Well, I mean, Russell Wilson will go to a team with no lines or another team with no lines. They're that's that's what the they And no, but why would he want to do that? You only want to do that because of Sierra. Because my thing is, you come to the Giants, you're going to have to like give up mad people for him. You're going to yeah. mad people and draft picks. So you're going to go to even worse team. What make, that makes no sense. Yeah, no, that's facts. At all. So. But yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm off my soul. <laughs> so, what do you think about everybody else in the, in the NFC East? Like, do you think the Cowboys are still legit, or what, what's going on with them? Like, I think they, nah, they are. fucking cursed, like Stephen H. I don't, I don't understand how this team is not winning more. Like, I look at their team, I look at Dak. Their wide receivers are crazy. Their offensive line is good. I think Zeke is a shell of himself, whatever. But they still yeah. got what's his name, Pollard. He's balling. Who's hurt? He didn't practice today. He didn't practice today. Yeah. Oh, that's I just note, note that for fantasy football. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, how how do they continue to struggle? Somehow they came into Foxborough. Dak threw like 500 yards, and basically since that calf injury, he's been bad. And he's that's what it was. Good. It was that injury. That injury threw their whole season off because they were rolling up until Dak got hurt. I don't think he's fully back into the swing of things. That's the only thing, I, the only reason I can give them. Because they got it all. They got offense. Defensively, they got that boy on the on the line, the linebacker. They got Diggs. Oh, Micah Parsons. Yeah, Micah Parsons, Parsons a who's a problem. Absolutely. They got from Penn Diggs. State. Yeah. Yep. He's a beast. So, I mean, they got all the pieces, really, of a championship team. They have everything you need. An offensive line, decent defensive line, cornerbacks. Fucking receivers, running backs, quarterbacks—they—they they got a solid coach. I mean, Mike McCarthy might be their biggest issue. I don't love him as a coach. I don't love McCarthy either, but I feel like it's not even McCarthy because I'm like I'm looking at their plays that they're running. I'm like, another thing: why doesn't Dak run anymore? What the hell is up with that? Can somebody explain to me why Dak doesn't run healthy. anymore? He—he he doesn't That's trust that leg. Even hit the nail on the head, issue. man. Yeah, yeah, he don't trust his leg. You know and what? he looks slow. The, even before the the calf injury, when he ran, I'm like, "Yo, you look slow. You look like you're Brady out there running." He used to be way faster. <laughs> yeah. I never, I never been a fan of Dak, man. I mean, I just, I don't know. He's good. I just never thought he was like a leader, or nothing like that. To be honest, no, I disagree. I, I've always felt that Dak was was a was a great ball player, um, and and that goes back to his time at Mississippi State. Um, I don't even think really. Me personally, I've never thought that like running even need to be a needed needed to be a part of his repertoire for him to be a great quarterback. Um, but I, I think they've just been snake bitten. I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, they, I mean, they they have they. I mean, they they've got studs at almost every position, <laughs> and, and you know to to not be able to put it together to you know to be a consistently dangerous football team is just. So, so, Chris, I'm, I'm not saying he's a bum. Like, he's good. He's a good player. But so, if he had to be your quarterback for like 15 years at a lot of money, you would be good with that? Say that again? 
I'm saying like I'm not saying he's a bum. Like, he's a good player, obviously, right? But like, yeah. if he had to be your quarterback for like 15, 16 years, at a lot of money, would you would do that? You be good with that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, be. I would. Mm-hmm. I would. I'd be comfortable with. You know, um, I I I've always felt, and I'll I'll die on this hill, that the Cowboys' biggest problem is Jerry Jones. Um, and I do I think that in some ways that that filters down into the onto the field. Um, but this particular season, I'm just not really sure, you know, what it is. They just keep they, it, it just seems like they just can't overcome some of the bad luck that they, you know, that they that they've experienced. And I've always felt like the hallmark of the great teams for, you know, for the Patriots during, you know, during their run has always been, you know, when there are setbacks. You know, the, the coaching staff has always found a way to be able to to, you know, mitigate for it. I feel like I feel like the Cowboys have the opposite problem, despite the fact that they're able to put together such a strong team. They can't overcome the things that happen to them throughout the season. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, curses can be real if you believe in them. So, <laughs> you know, I think ask the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, if you believe it in enough, you know what I mean? You got to get past that stuff, like, mentally. Yeah. And until it happens, like, if you don't see if you don't see any progress until you, you actually come over a hurdle, like, you mentally could be there, so. Yeah. I think that's what it could be. And until he proves me wrong, I'm right and you guys are wrong on that, so. He ain't one shit yet. <laughs> the only thing I knew about Dak is when he started and then Romo got hurt, I yeah. told... Cowboys fan Romo's never getting his job back and I was 100% right oh, yeah. about that. like I literally yeah. texted him like yeah. Romo I was like yeah. I don't even care if he if Romo gets healthy he's never getting this job back Dak took his spot like I I knew it at that moment so I think well, Dak is definitely above average and I think oh, he yeah. won a Super Bowl with him my issue is McCarthy and for whatever reason I mean maybe they are snaking but they can't put it together like it just doesn't make sense you got CeeDee Lamb you got Cooper. You got these running backs. Shit. Michael Gallup would be the number one receiver on the Patriots right now. I'm just kidding. Yep. <laughs> He's our third receiver. He would be number one easily on the Patriots right now. And, and Cedric Wilson would be number two. Easily. <laughs> yeah. Right now. At this Why moment. McCarthy for anything? What'd you say, Paul? They had to be better. Somebody better than McCarthy. I think Jerry Jones is like McCarthy, to be honest with you. And he makes his voice. Texas boy went I mean, look how long it took, took him to get rid of Jason Garrett when Garrett was yeah, not doing what he that. needs to. So, I will I say know. this: I want to. I would be remiss if I didn't say this. And I, I, um, the year that the Dak got drafted in the third round, my wife said that she thought he was the steal of the draft. Mm-hmm. And and I like I I I really really have always believed that Dak will. Like will he'll 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 get us he'll get a chip one day, I do believe that. This should be the year, but uh. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Nice Touch Editing Services. Nice Touch Editing is your one-stop shop solution for all of your content writing and editing needs. Whether you're an author looking for an editor for your book manuscript, you need a resume and cover letter to go after that new job opportunity, or if you're a small business looking to go after that latest government contract, Nice Touch Editing is the premier writing and editing solution. Feel free to reach out, www.nicetouchediting.com. Nice Touch Editing Services. Now that's a nice touch.
So speaking of their year, fellas, you know, we're going to see what the Cowboys do. Let's just do a quick little round table of what that top five looks like for us. Who really has the best chance to get to the Super Bowl and win it? So I'm going to start out and get my top five real quick. Y'all can disagree, agree, whatever. Let's talk about it. I'm going to probably put, I'm going to put the Cardinals number one, mainly because one, their offense is crazy. They got a solid defense. And them fools went two and one without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. When you can win two out of three games without your two best offensive players, you're doing something. So yeah. they're number one for me. Uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the Packers at number two. I mean, I think Green Bay got a solid offense. We already know Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones is hurt right now, but they got that boy uh, AJ. <coughs> Uh-oh, we good. Um, Devontae Adams. So that whole team is solid. Defense is solid. So I'm putting them at number two. I'm going to put Mac Jones and Belly, number three. Patriots, going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Then number four, I'm going to probably put the Chiefs number four. And then I'm going to put Tennessee right there at number five. So you're not having Tampa in your top five? Oh shit, Jay. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to take Tennessee out of the fifth spot okay. and put Tampa in there. You're right. I completely forgot about Brady and them. Nah. I'm gonna put them number five. Go Tennessee your team and forget about them. I see how it is. <laughs> hey, easy. So yeah, I'm gonna put them number five and, and that's what I'm what I'm thinking, fellas. Well, what y'all got? Hey, only thing I got, I can tell you my three, because I really follow my squad and y'all. That's about it. So no doubt. I would say Arizona, and yeah, then um, I'll say the Pats, and then I would sir. say uh, let me see, who do I go third? I don't know. Probably on Tampa, I guess. That's <laughs> what I know. So. Now that's a good choice. Yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. go so, on with the goat. Are we talking about? Are we talking about the? the five strongest teams or do are we talking about the five teams we think have the best shot to make the Super Bowl? No, this I is the five best teams right now. We're not okay, talking about right now. Okay. This is powering. This is like the, who is playing the best football right now? Not saying the uh, team could as the best makeup to make the Super Bowl. Just who's the best right well, now. Well, I'm going to say this then, Jay. Because if it's who's <clears> playing the best right now, I'd probably take the Chiefs out of my top five because they're not playing the best. They've just been winning Beating inferior teams lately. But who are you going to replace them with? Tennessee. I put Tennessee, Tennessee in the top five. Lost. They've been losing. What are you talking about? Yeah, but Tennessee <laughs> has Derrick Henry out. They got Julio Jones out. Like that Tennessee squad is. They're still a well played football team. Yeah, but this would be your basic event on what you think they're going to be potential. I'm just talking about who's playing the best right now. Tennessee's last game, they got smoked by the Pats. I cannot put them in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> they got literally smoked by the And the Pats didn't even play well. Like they got smoked by the pass and the pass didn't play great that game. Mm. Okay. I, it's your top five. It's your top absolutely. five. Absolutely. It's my top five. I don't fuck with the Chiefs in my home at all. <laughs> I, I, I'm not impressed. And so Tennessee's still they're still second in the conference. So, you know, I mean yeah. you know. You know, yeah, so I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go on and replace the Chiefs with the Titans. Um thank you for that clarity, Chris, because yeah. But I'm the Chiefs and out. the Titans are tied right now. And if they played right now, who would win? Keep it on Tennessee. Tennessee. Right now? You're crazy. You're no, crazy. The, Chiefs, the Chiefs are not playing good football. 
It doesn't matter. Your, your they boy, have no offense. Your the team, the Tennessee has no offense. Your You're boy crazy. Mahomes is getting too cute with the side-on pass. Listen, I don't... Team. Listen, nah, if this... Evan, <laughs> keep it a buck. If we were speaking Vegas talk right now, we are in Vegas right now, and you saw that these tunes were up, what would the point spread be at a neutral field for Tennessee as currently constructed with all the people out and the Chiefs? Same record. The, the, the There's Chiefs no would... way that you're telling me that Tennessee would be favored. No, the Titans would be underdogs, and I would put my money on the Titans and come up. Crazy. I would put money on the Titans for points, but not to flat out win. I'm taking them to win you're it wild. out, right? You're, you're wild, man. You're wild. Straight <laughs> up. Straight <laughs> up. You're wild. Nah, gee, Tennessee is well coached. I can't. I have no players. I don't care what coach they are. They have no next, players. Next man up. I'm not going to hold it against Who's the them next man? Hilliard? Yes. Hilliard's the next who, man. Who I you put your faith in Hilliard. That's what you who I have on in. my fantasy squad that I might start <laughs> at some point, depending on how you do this week. You ain't starting no damn Hilliard. You ain't starting no damn you, no, Listen, we can get into fantasy in a minute. I'm going to pull up your team. They ain't no way in how you start no damn No, in my other league. Oh, okay. Six and then. Clawing to get to the playoffs, that's kind of what I've what well, I'm, I'm DOA right for our, our squad and <laughs> for our for our fantasy thing. I'm DOA. But all right, let nah, me give you nah, let me give you mine. Okay. Let, me, let, me, let me give you mine. <laughs> so I agree with everybody. Arizona is number one. I just think they're the deepest team probably at this point. I would have the Packers at two, and I don't even really feel comfortable with them at two because I felt like if the Packers played Tampa Bay right now, I would think Tampa Bay would beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're playing better football right now, if that makes sense. So yeah. I have Packers at two. I'd have Tampa Bay at three. Mm-hmm. Then I'd have the Pats. Okay, okay. And then the fifth spot to me, before Baltimore lost, I would have had them up there. But now that they've mm-hmm. lost and they're yeah. mediocre, I don't know who the heck I should put in that fifth spot. I was debating between the Rams mm-hmm. and, you know, Dallas did actually win. In Kansas City, so the fifth spot is really a, a question mark. I don't know who the fifth best team is. There's so <laughs> many people in that mediocrity right now, in that eight and four world, True. that ha- really haven't shown anything spectacular in, in some time. That I, I don't even know who the fifth best team is. True. No, that's real. That's real. And I kind of forgot about the Rams and you know Stafford. I picked him. He was my MVP dark horse. True. That's true. Early on, who's kind of fell off the map slightly. But, but he's now, coming back. He's week. coming back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now. I think yeah. he's gonna be great. Yeah, I think so too. So what about you, Chris? I told you y'all after one shit. <laughs> Remember that, right? <laughs> and you said it just like that. Word. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> we'll see though. Well, I just don't believe there's another guy, man. <laughs> mm. Um Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I actually put the Patriots at number two. Okay. We're talking about who's playing the best yeah, football right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would go Packers, uh, Bucks, and then probably the Cowboys. Mm. The team I'm keeping my eye on though is the Colts. I know we. I mean, I know the Patriots got them next week, and that's not the real reason why. I just I feel like I feel like what what do you say? I feel like the, they're underachieving. They should have beat Tampa Bay. They should have beat the Ravens. They lost to a bunch of games that they should yeah. have won. Yep. Uh-huh. And and I'm wondering if they turned the corner last week. So, mm. 
So yeah, that's that's the team that I'm curious about. I'm not. I wouldn't put them anywhere near my top five, but but um, you know, they might they could jump up and you know if there was such a thing as a trap game in the NFL, you know, I think that they could jump up and and get a team that was playing really well, take them by right. surprise. So right. what's the name is playing better now, right? Guy Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, for now. No, you don't. Yo, you need to go back. <laughs> for now. For now. Uh, Momentarily, yes. <laughs> I did the Eagles. I did the Eagles regret not keeping him. Man. I mean, Eagles been playing solid too lately. No, because they played they well. Yeah. We, what we know, we right beat though. them. We beat them like last week though, or like two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I will say this. Yeah, we beat them. Yeah. Okay. I think Paul, you're right. Like, I, I never. I was never a huge fan of what seemed to be, um, well, no, I take that back. It, it's not that I thought that the, the Eagles would regret um, letting go of Wentz. I actually think that they <laughs> that they should have kept Nick Foles, which I know is kind of a crazy take because Nick Foles, I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. But I think that when you have a quarterback that's able to execute your system, yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. really it doesn't really matter to me whether or not they're like all world you know, like talents, what matters is that they can get you wins. And and, you, and they, the Eagles let go of the quarterback that won the, the MVP of the Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. they won. The and MVP. thought that was a good idea, and I feel like they're paying for it. But like I said at the beginning of the season, I hope that Jalen Hurts was going to get a shot. It looks like he is getting a shot. And, you know, he accounts for a large part of their offense, despite the fact that their record isn't spectacular. Um, I love Jalen and- Hurts, man. I love him. Hope he plays for them forever. Put it that way. <laughs> That's all you need to know. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> love that kid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're being serious or sarcastic. I am serious. I love that kid. I hope he plays for Eagles for like 15 years. Because they're going to be Quite terrible. Serious. That's why. But right. not for any reason that would benefit Jalen Hurts. Word. Well, that man can't That's go for coming shit. coming from a Giants fan. He no not go for shit. I'm telling you right now. He can run. But nah, man. That is correct. But that you was all something. Of- I think it's about fit, though, right? Because, I mean, Foles was trash everywhere else. But, like, for some reason in Philly, like, he, he just fit Philly. He played well there. So, yep. I, mean, I think you're right. If he had stayed there, I think he would have been done well, right? And I yep. think with um, Wentz, I think what happened to him, I, it's, I mean, in theory, I guess they should have held on to him. But you're probably right. The fact that, like, if he stayed there, he probably would have been trash, though. So maybe he wouldn't have yep. had Because uh, he's, he's he's with, like, what, his old college coach now, right? Something yeah, like he's, well, yeah. no, he's with... I think he's with Frank Reich, coach from the Philly. Same, the same coach from Philly, yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. So yep. I mean, maybe it wouldn't have worked out as well as working out now. So it's all about fit a lot of times, probably. Just real quick, complete yeah. sidebar. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy to me, fellas. I remember watching Frank Reich as the backup quarterback for Buffalo. Me too. I remember that <laughs> under Jim Kelly. So it's just crazy. That. Like, damn, dog, how old am I? Like, I remember watching old. Frank Reich. <laughs> but life comes back fast, bro. Right? Like it's like they keep it in house. It's like the music industry or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Once you in the club, you in the club. Yeah. You in the club, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the Harbaugh's, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So real quick, you were talking about Jalen, and I gotta admit, he's he's not putting up the greatest passing numbers. Nope. Jared traded him to me in fantasy. And he he's done solid. Like I'm not mad at the trade, Jay. How has that trade been holding up for you too? Like not even being funny because I haven't it's been fine. Uh, yeah. Brown's been fine for me. I mean, he had one bad game, I think, but okay. he wasn't the reason I've lost. I've just been. I'll keep it hundred. I've been snake bitten. I have. Let's see. <laughs> 
the second highest point total in the league, and I'm currently actually moved up because I actually finally won a game in seventh place. So, Ivan, you have the highest point total, 2060. Mm -hmm. I have the second, 2003. And everybody in front of me has lower point totals. And I'm just thinking to myself, how am I have this terrible (laughs) six and seven record? Ivan is at 10 and three. And I may not even make the playoffs. Like, I legit might not make the playoffs. I don't even know. I just, it's just ridiculous. Fantasy football is a ridiculous thing. (laughs) I don't know why people play it. It's frustrating. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, here I am, sticking out another year playing fantasy Yo, football. I think you'll make it, dog, because I'm looking. It's six and seven teams at seven and eight. All you got to be is one of those last two teams. And I don't see that ninth team, you know, over overstepping you. So I think you'll be straight. Listen, and once you get is, in the this, playoffs, who knows what could happen. Listen, this will be the year that somehow I'm going to get out. Like, I will be the ninth place team. And I will, be, <laughs> you know, I will accept my fate. If that's the case, I'm like, it just wasn't for me. <laughs> you have the second you... highest point total and you're in seventh place. I mean, that's all I gotta say. Like, there's what am I supposed to say to that? That's like, just what bad luck. I... You're just going up against the teams that are putting up like the most points of that week against yeah. you. Yeah. Everybody's having a career season against <laughs> me or whatever. <laughs> Their best game of the season against me. They beating uh... the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. it ha- yo, how, how's your squad looking, Chris? Because I know you got a fancy team as well. What's she looking like? Yeah, I'm making second a playoff. He's good. Oh, shit, I'm said. in second place. He's okay. good. He's okay. nine and four. He's he's doing very well. Oh, it's quiet over there. <laughs> Y'all in the same league? It could be better. Could be worse. Yeah, I'm in the okay. league with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's nine and four. I'm in first. So that league, I'm in first place, and that one's smoke and mirrors because I had Derrick Henry, which was the real reason I was in first place. But also, if you have Cooper Cup and Derrick Henry, it's almost like a cheat code. So yeah. I was just running through teams. But now I need Derrick Henry to get back. <laughs> so I can continue to run yeah, through man. teams. Cooper Cup has been crazy. So real quick, I, I want to talk about this. So you know this year's an extended season. So yeah. I think it's 18, mm-hmm. 18 weeks this this year. So I mm-hmm. think for, for my league, Jay, playoffs start week 15 through the 17. You know what always concerns me? Especially when you're the number one team, because you typically have a few ballers that are on really good squads. Yeah. As the season comes to an end, and pe- and play real teams are clinching those playoff spots, they start resting their players. So it's like I might fuck around oh, and have yeah. Cooper Cooper Cup, who's been killing it. He might be playing the last two games. So it's like, damn, how do I replace that? Those points. And it just leads to... But I think that this year it helps you because there's so much parity. I mean, what team is running away with their division? I mean, Mm. Cooper Cup's in the division with Arizona, so they're two games back right now. They're going to keep playing. Ah, That's true. Neither team has locked up anything at this point. That's Um, a good point. That's still a good question, though, Evan, for the future because it may not always be like this. Yeah. Like, at what point do you start picking up plays that you just know are going to be around? (laughs) Later on in the season and shit. You I mean, got to keep an eye on the depth chart, man. You got to be scouting. <laughs> exactly. Well, the way our league is set up. Your wide receiver three right now that's going to be your wide receiver one. Exactly. That's the way our league is set up because we don't have any waiver periods. Like, you can go out and get a player right now and you can drop a player right now. So, you got to be on your shit. Like, if you're if you're messing around and dilly-dallying, mm-hmm. you will lose people quickly. Like, I um, picked up. Uh, Carter today because somebody dropped him, and I picked up Julio Michael Jones Carter? the other week because, yeah, I thought he was hurt. I saw he is hurt. Him. He's on IR, but somebody didn't put him on their IR spot, so I stuck him on mine. Ah, so he's sitting sure. there. 
And I picked True. up Julio Jones the same way. Somebody dropped Julio Jones. I mean, I know he's been bad, but really in our league? Yes. Oh, I didn't shit. think I got him. That's some shit. Okay. So I just you know, stick him in IR. We got those IR spots. So like yeah. listen, if he comes back and does decent, he's gonna start. I mean, I don't know how many wide receivers I can possibly have in my league, but we're gonna do whatever we can. Yo, I need points. Speaking <laughs> of IR, and I don't know if this is gonna happen. But I scooped up Derrick Henry like five, four weeks ago. Somebody dropped him. And I did what you did. I just scooped him, put him on IR. So if he happens to come back. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I think so. (laughs) I think so. But that's the thing. I feel like some people in our league don't know about these IR spots. But it's not my job to tell you what to to do. That's how I feel. But it is my job, They should listen to the Ballin' as a Hobby podcast. (laughs) Facts. But but to your point, Jay, I think I feel like it is my job, and I've put it out there. Like we I, put it out there. Like like, I let everybody know about the IR shit, so you should know. But um, yeah, and I always try to be as fair and consistent as possible as a fucking commissioner, because as you saw throughout the season, little bullshit can come up, and I gotta defend my integrity and shit. <laughs> yeah. You were trying to tell me how to manage my team. I was like, what is this foolishness? <laughs> I'm not going back and forth with you niggas. It's not a you, you gotta you gotta go back to the team owners and demand a raise for putting up Yo, with the BS. Real shit. You about to start having to kick in for this shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Definitely just wanted to do a quick little fantasy check-in because we're getting close to those playoffs. All I know is Ibn is gonna win the league. People are gonna be super mad that he wins the league. And Yo. I might not make the playoffs with the second highest point total. That's what I have for the league right now. <laughs> and that's gonna be some bullshit because I've been running this league for like five years now. I've never won once. But this is looking like the, the year. year. It's looking like it. We'll see. I'm I'm trying to stay. Oh, I didn't know somebody was tied with you in their record. Yeah, and, and that person actually beat me a couple weeks ago. And he beat me week one. So two of my three losses has been to him. And he talks shit about it every time we play. <laughs> he, he lets me you know. You know what's crazy about his team is it's not, like, ridiculous. It's just, it's like, not. solid. It's, it's just exactly. solid. There's it's no, like, holes. Yeah, it's very fucking consistent. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to have a bad game a couple weeks ago. And he, yeah. Actually, I lost, like, two out of the last three, Jay. I was like fucking eight and oh or nine and oh or some shit. Man, I don't want to hear that. I don't I lost like <laughs> ten in a row or something. I don't know. <laughs> and right now you're starting Cam this week. That can't I, be right. Nah, I, can't yo. Be right. So look, you traded Jay, you traded me Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah. And then Hurts got he was hurt last week, so I picked up Tua, who mm. did his thing last week. Tua's on a fucking bye. So I'm like, I I saw Cam playing Atlanta. It's like I right, let's see what he do. And not trying to hype my shit, but because my squad is clinched, we're good. I could fuck around and put Cam and just see what happens. Like, it really doesn't matter. He has a, you see the disrespect. Lose. I'm out here fighting for the playoffs, but <laughs> he's all clinched. He can fuck around. And I'm just testing shit out. You know? <laughs> he's playing with the lineup. <laughs> I'm gonna just pick up Cam and stick him in here to see how he does. That doesn't mean anything. What is this foolishness? Fuck it, you know. <laughs> Yo. Speaking to see what happens, and I'm about to do an ill-ass transition. This college football coaching carousel has been crazy, Chris. And we ain't even get to next season yet. But I feel like it's already happening in the season. Bowl games are poaching. Coaches dropping, signing off with other players. Can you explain that shit to me, Chris? Is this normal would... for your sport? No. This <laughs> is... I, I, I think that I've come to the conclusion. First of all, I'm still shell-shocked. Um, but I think that I've come to the conclusion that this has been the most 
chaotic coaching carousel that I've ever seen. <laughs> um, there used to be a time right around like, you know, right around Thanksgiving, actually. Um, you know, they they would they would say, you know, that's when like all the firings would happen for, you know, for college, you know, for college football. But a lot of times seasons were over or coaches were going to finish out their season, whatever that meant. And they, you know, and then they would move on. They would be fired. They would be, you know, moving on to their next jobs or whatever. This year, I feel like, you know, Dabo Sweeney was asked about it earlier. Like this year, I feel like reveals that like college football is not in a good place. Um, And I think that there's a couple of reasons for that. But the reason why you say that is because you've got coaches at major schools in the midst of playoff runs or New York's New Year's Sixes bowls and coaches are just leaving. So Brian Kelly leaves for LSU and they and he leaves before the college football playoff committee even makes the decision about whether or not Notre Dame's going to make the playoffs because the championships hadn't been played the, the conference championships hadn't been played. So he's gone. Lincoln Riley comes out and says that he's not going to be the next head football coach at LSU. 24 hours later he's telling his team in like a five minute meeting that he's leaving Oklahoma to be the next head coach at USC Um, and then (laughs) University of Miami while still having Manny Diaz on the payroll as their head coach is publicly (laughs) making a run at Mario Cristobal at Oregon and they didn't fire Manny until they knew they were going to get Cristobal. That's wild. <laughs> and the whole thing is happening in public. And it's just like, you know, people people love to get on the players about, you know, going committing to a school and staying there for four years. And, you know, the transfer portal happened and it's a reality. But people still, you know, I think that a lot of there's a lot of sort of commentary about whether or not it, you know, it's good for college football. And these coaches are literally leaving their teams in the midst of bowl games with real implications to go to other jobs. And they're making $85 million, $100 million. <laughs> so it's like, how could you blame them? Who's going to leave that kind of money on the table? <laughs> Not me. Some feel dirty about it, like, listening to it, though. Like, it just, I don't know. <laughs> it's broke. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. broken. Like, I mean, I... It's like there's no kind of tampering rule. Like it feels like there's tampering there. You don't gotta play out your or coach out your contract at least the end of the season. That's a great point. Like at least wait till the bowl game's over or something. Like (laughs) who just like yo, I'm out, peace. Like (laughs) it's a great point. Listen, you know, I, I think I think that some kind of rule like that is probably something that needs to be considered. Um because it, it, it does a couple of things from, and if you just want to take it from a pure business standpoint, like I think it does a couple of things that kind of are bad for college football. First and foremost, ratings, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you've got these teams that are going to be in flux, um, you know, because they've lost their coaches right before what potentially could be like the capping of their season or could be a potential playoff run. Yep. And so if, if a college football playoff berth is not enough to keep a coach, why even bother? And who's going to tune in to see a team that just lost their coach that may not be really motivated to play anymore because they, you know, they've lost the figurehead that got them there. 
the other part is you know a lot of players have started sitting out bowl games um and you know i think that there's justifiable reasons for that especially if you've gotten your draft grade back already and you know that you're going to go pretty high in the draft i can understand why you would do that but if you couple that with you know guys who are deciding well my coach is left so i'm going to hit the transfer portal transfer portal a perfect i think a perfect example of that is max max johnson from lsu um he was their quarterback um throughout this season because their original starting quarterback got hurt um brian kelly comes in coach ogeron gets fired max johnson who was playing under coach ogeron so there's 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 a possibility to put it this way there's a possibility that LSU ends up going into their bowl game with no scholarship quarterbacks on their roster because Max Johnson could say, Dang. look, there's a new coach here. I'm just going to put my name in the transfer portal because if I wait, you know, the, the landing spots for me might dry up. Mm-hmm. Who's going to tune into that? Like that, like that's just, it, you know, and the ratings matter and the bowl games matter because a lot of this money gets spread, you know, to different, you know, to the different schools by the conferences and you know they get the largest chunk conferences get the largest chunk of their money from the tv deals Mm. so like from from a business standpoint it doesn't make sense from a player standpoint i think that this is absolutely deplorable and i feel like i feel for them all um you know because they're you know they fought this hard for this you know for the entire season and yeah players play for each other but at the end of the day you know you've lost the coach that got you there um, it's a really tough thing, I think. Um, and by deplorable, I mean the situation, not necessarily the people. Because, like I said, like I don't think anybody's yeah. going to be mad at somebody for taking a hundred million dollars. Like that's, you know, um, yeah, no, absolutely. But it's, it's tough. more of a selfish thing for for us or for the players standpoint. Yeah. Like they ain't just rolling out. But you know, yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. Like, there's gotta be a better way for them to do it, though. Like, you gotta, or maybe you commit, yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna take this role, but I'm gonna play out yeah. the whole game. <laughs> so, look, <laughs> so I'll put it, I'll put it this way. Well, two things I want to say one, because I wanted to put this on the last, uh, um, you know, this is kind of stemming from the last episode. Um, I wasn't on board with LSU firing Coach O. You know, based off solely based off of what was happening on the field, because they just won a national championship. Um, I don't think that Brian Kelly is going to be um, a great fit at LSU. Um, but that was before I knew about all the Title IX stuff that was going on. And basically, I don't, if you guys know what Title IX is, it's basically like the federal statutes that govern sexual harassment. Apparently, Coach O was was covering up some things that his players were doing. So I can understand. Oh, wow. You know, from you know, from from that standpoint, why you would want to let him go. Um, but to your point about having a better way, this is also kind of objective, but it's you know, it's easy for me to say because it happened in Florida. We fired our coach. We fired Dan Mullen. Um, we fired him like right before Thanksgiving, uh, and we <laughs> hired the coach for Louis from Louisiana Lafayette. His name is Billy Napier. Um, so Billy has been, he was the head coach at Louisiana for four years. Um, he gets this job. He told our, he told our athletic director that he wasn't going to leave. He was coaching for the, he was going to coach the conference championship for the, for Louisiana Lafayette. He could have left like right. all these other coaches have. He told yeah. our AD, he was like, it's a no brainer. He was like, it's non-negotiable. I'm not leaving until these kids get to play in the conference championship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and everybody respected that. that. Yeah. yeah. Now, 
They're, he's not going to coach in the bowl game. They're going to go to a bowl game. Um, but he was able to tell his players what was happening. He's able to go, you know, go to, you know, go to the field, go to play with, um, you know, with, with them for the biggest game, you know, in the program's history and, you know, and let them get ready, you know, behind the scenes for the bowl game without him. Okay. And to me, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. You know? yeah that's all I like, mean. Yeah, I like that a lot better. Cause we've all had, we've all changed jobs, and it's like, it's, you know, you get you get a lot more money. You know, you don't come in the next step like, oh shit, my niggas, I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. You don't do that. As much as they want to, you don't do that though. You gonna be like, all right, let me give y'all the month. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even right. sometimes your new job even puts pressure on you to leave earlier. But like, no, you got to keep it professional, right? You know, yep. so it's like yep. I just, you know, it should be the same. I would think. But, Look, know. man. To the, and I'm, I'll stop ranting and I know that Jared yeah. has his own take on LSU but you know I think that a perfect sort of example of that Paul is like yeah. is Mark Whip, Mark Whipple the offensive coordinator former offensive coordinator for Pittsburgh resigned this morning um, really? with with no notice to anybody until Black. you know until you know until this morning and took the position as the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma <laughs> later Man. later in the afternoon mm. You know, like that's just yeah. It, it, you can't be mad at players getting paid when this is what's happening. Nope, that's what I'm saying. Because that's the like, coaches are getting paid. That's for sure. Big time. Where's this money coming from, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Same place all these people are getting these houses from. They keep going up in price. I don't know. There's, there's money out here in this world. You just gotta get. Yeah. It. You just gotta get to it. Facts. <laughs> Yo. Anyway. So- Yo, Sorry for the rant, y'all. Nah, nah you good. Nah. We, 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 you're our college football <laughs> resident yep, you know, analyst, so we love to hear what's going on. What I did catch was that Georgia-Alabama game, though. And I, I yep. really was hoping to see Georgia pull it out because I'm tired of seeing Alabama win. And it just yeah. reminded me at why I don't watch college <laughs> football. Because it's always the same. Like, this was supposed to be the big game, and they blew them out. You know, close. the irony is it, it was the most watched conference championship game in like three or four years. And I think it's because people like you were tuning in to see Georgia. <laughs> no, absolutely. Beat Tampa, I watched the whole shit. <laughs> I watched They're the gonna whole gonna get shit. another shot though, baby. Yeah. That's my tip. Um Georgia, Georgia's got Michigan, Bama's got Cincinnati. Bama's gonna beat the brakes off of Cincinnati, and I think Georgia's gonna beat the brakes off of Michigan. Um so they're gonna get another shot. So I just want to point out chance. that my two former squads, Georgia and Michigan, are finally going at it. <laughs> and I couldn't be happier because my current squad, Alabama, doesn't have to face Georgia or Michigan first. And they should beat the brakes off of Cincinnati. <laughs> I will also say that if Georgia plays Alabama again, Georgia really might be, beat the brakes off of Alabama because this Alabama team is not, is not as good as it's advertised. And I think the problem with Georgia right now is Alabama's in their head. This is goes back to, you know, sometimes you can get in your own way. I think Georgia gets in its own way way too much when they face Alabama. Um, you know, Nick Saban is a, a guru. He's a genius. He's all these things. But Georgia's talent on the defensive side right now is greater to me than Alabama's talent on the offensive side. So I don't understand some of the things that they were doing in that game, and then I stopped watching. Man. But I don't know if that's a product of what's his name, Kirby Smart, overthinking things and not doing what he needs to do. But Georgia is better to me this year than Alabama. 
And I just don't understand some of the things that they were doing in that particular game, especially when they were up on them early. And then they just kind of got a, gone away from everything and let Alabama just do Alabama things. Like, those long touchdowns never should happen. I was looking at them like, how did that even happen? Like, Georgia wasn't giving up those plays to anybody. And I know the Alabama wide receivers are going to probably be first-round draft picks, but so are some of the people on the Georgia defense. So I'm like, A lot just, of them. I just don't understand. Like, they're probably, I would say... I mean, legitimately, I would probably say there's at least four to five people that I think on the Georgia defense are going to be first-round draft picks. But I would also say that on the defense as a whole, there's a lot of people that are going to get drafted um, outside of that first round in general. Yeah. So I just, I was looking at the game like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I just don't, I don't know what's happening here, but we'll see. We'll Yo, see. Jay, you know what I thought was the turning point? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you all remember this play, Alabama was driving, and they had a little momentum. I think they had put up, you know, maybe a touchdown, a field goal, something. And I think Bryce Young was scrambling, and one of the Georgia, yep, maybe a linebacker, came, hit him from, came, stripped the ball, right? It's a fumble. You need a turnover, and the Georgia defender comes to try to run and scoop it up. It up and do it and Bryce Young recovered, and I felt like from that moment, it was a wrap because that was the turnover you needed to get the tide back going your way. And it was like, come on, dog. Like, you should know. Scramble drill. Like, get on the ground and just grab it and get your team another possession. Like, I was I was pissed. You would have thought it was the Patriots I was rooting for the way I was so... Because you're a hater. <laughs> Yo, I understand that. Being a fellow <laughs> hater, I get that. I respect that. I, I understand that you hate Alabama. <laughs> I would do the same, you know. <laughs> if it was Ohio State, I'd be doing the same. I hate Ohio State, so I completely understand. I don't know what it is. I'm just it's the same reason why so many people hated the Pats and Brady for years. It is just win, win, win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's how I feel about Alabama. It's like, come on, give somebody else a chance. Let Georgia win one. You know? <laughs> nah, Georgia should go and win it. I mean that's that's my problem with Georgia. They I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many years they've had top ten recruiting classes and I would hope and hope top just five. <laughs> and the same thing with Michigan. When Michigan actually used to be really, really good, like when I was a kid, I used to love Michigan. This goes back to my hatred for Ohio State. I used to love <laughs> Michigan. You know, Woodson, like I, I loved Michigan. And right. then I just got continuously disappointed. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. I got to roll with the winners. In college, I have no, you know, allegiance. I mean, the closest team to me was BC, and I wasn't about to go crazy for BC. So, <laughs> so I grew up with the winners. arch rival. Actually, I was so, I was a huge Notre Dame fan when I grew mm. when I was a kid. Really huge, yes, huge. Yeah. This dude had a Notre Dame hoodie that he used to rock, run into school. I was like, <laughs> Notre Dame. Do you know somebody at Notre Dame? Like, nope. why? Why are you repping Notre Dame so hard? Like, Not did a... you see Rudy or something? Is, is that your favorite movie? <laughs> Watched it on the regular. Not a no. didn't know a thing. Never been there. No nothing. I just fell in love with him. Um, no. I think I think that Georgia. What Georgia's going to have to do is I, I I think the problem for them is they weren't willing to trust their running game, and Stetson Bennett cannot beat Bama by himself. He can't. Um, I and think he doesn't that they need, need to though. That's the no. Thing. He doesn't. Talented enough that they don't need him to do that. They got to <laughs> keep. But Bama's defense also played the best that I've seen. I think Weeks. I've seen the playoff season, yeah. um, and and they've got to do. I think what what Georgia has to do is they need to come out. They need to punch Bama in the mouth. They need to keep Bryce Young off the field, and 
and they need to control the clock by controlling the line of scrimmage. If they can do that, then I think that they can win the game. Um, but the thing is with, you know, with Bama, like if you give Bryce Young an opportunity, their their play calling was was magnificent. Yes, those wideouts are probably going to go in the first round. <laughs> and, right. um, and Bryce Young is one of the smartest quarterbacks that I've seen in about five years. Um, but there there is a way still for Georgia to beat them. And if they do take care of business against Michigan and Bama beats Cincy, I would not be comfortable if I was Bama going into that I game. Would, I would not mm. be comfortable at all. <laughs> and that's why you watch it. True. Well, I'm still watching. You think that guy Bryce Young is going to be a good pro? Ah. Uh, not sure. I think... I think I'll put it this way: He, from the neck up, he has it. Mm. Um, you know, and I felt that I felt that way. I felt that way basically from the first from the first game that I saw from him. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy. He's he's an 18 year old kid who's who's going to play for at least the next two seasons. That's oh, that's a lot of snaps. Like that. Oh. Yo, he's a true freshman, Paul. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> Dimes didn't work. I would love to have a black quarterback. That would be kind of cool. True. It, but, you know, look, in, in two know. in two years, listen. Yeah. Do I think he's going to get drafted high? Yes. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what his future holds. I think we'll know a lot more next season um, about his development physically, cool. um, because he's not going to. He, obviously, he's not going to get any taller. But you know, if he's able to show that he's durable. Um, yeah, you might be looking at somebody who can who can really change. What his arm isn't strong or something like that? Are you talking about development? No, I'm just worried about his injuries because he's not that oh. big. Okay. Um, you know they're gonna need to they're gonna need to make sure that they're consistent along the offensive line that you know to keep him upright. Oh, oh. Um, but but the way that he processes information is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh. So for me, it's just a question of physically. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, we so definitely gonna see. Definitely gonna see. I, I got it. Since we're talking about college football, I gotta shout out primetime Deion Sanders real quick too for yes, who, what is it Jackson State getting that yep. uh, winning that chip for yep. the uh, conference championship. Yep. So good man, congrats oh, to Deion. Oh yeah, he won. <laughs> then he could get rid of. He can get away with some of the hijinks he's been pulling in. So that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, what hijinks? <laughs> you know, he, um, uh, lady love him there. Get yep. One with his son at quarterback. Really? Yeah, his son. His son plays quarter quarterback. Oh wow! Okay. Son's I did not know that. Yeah. Hey, what do y'all? I gotta bring this up. What do y'all think about him bringing in Brittany? What's her name? Brittany Renner, Griner, yeah. Griner, Renner, whatever. Yeah, Renner, yeah. Brittany Griner. To come talk to. <laughs> oh, that would be something. Go back. I heard that name in a while. Renner. Is she still in the WNBA? Yeah, she's still, in there. She's still, she's still getting buckets. Yeah, yeah. word. Yeah. I love her. Hey. <laughs> Apparently, I do too with that Freudian slip. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me find out. <laughs> Listen, but yeah, nah, Brittany Renner. I thought that was an interesting move. I didn't. So I didn't see all the quotes surrounding it, like the reasoning that that Dion did it. I read, you know, people talking about it, and I hate doing that. So I, I really don't. I, I really don't like speculating. But True. from what people were saying, he brought her in to basically show players that you need to avoid this type of woman or something like that. You need to avoid her and her <laughs> yeah. type. 
and her type yeah. and be better or something like that. Like which... she was giving him advice of like how to avoid traps basically, and all that because she yeah. was trapping dudes. <laughs> that's really what happened. I knew nothing yeah. about this, so like I've... that's not, that's what I heard as well, Jay. Like, but I don't. But I didn't actually like. I don't actually know. So I. I mean, that I, was the reason, just like avoid like you know the different traps women or like you know women of her ilk will lay. So. <laughs> I know it was about <laughs> avoiding distractions. That I know. Oh, okay. Put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I remember seeing that little headline or whatever. Um, but what I say to that is, when you win, you can bring whoever you want to locker. They won it. They won it yep. all. They won it after that. So yeah. apparently, it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see what all of them do off the field. But yeah, yep. On the field, they're solid. You know, the yeah. real question, I think, for him, too, is, you know, whether or not he is going to stay, um, you know, and and try and really change the the, the core of HBCUs and, and really try and, you know, push push them forward. Um, in terms of their, you know, their status for elite football players um, in college football, that's that's what I'm curious to see. I wonder if that's his angle, or if he kind of wanted to, he could get in with an HBCU school, CU school, get noticed by one of these other colleges, and then you know jump on to you know a bigger stage and leave the HBCUs behind. He claims well, that's not what he wants to do on IML. I don't see it. Yeah, he's claiming okay. that. I don't yeah. see him wanting that stress. He look like mm. he enjoys life. He got enough money. Like I don't, you know. <laughs> I yeah, I guess that, to Paul's point, like, what's the benefit? Because I feel like if he if he really wanted to, he definitely didn't need to start at Jackson yeah. State. He definitely could have gone to a more higher rank, more you know, high profile school than Jackson State. So he could have gone to FSU if he if they wanted. To, oh yeah, they, he if he had wanted to and said let, like, listen, it don't matter who the coach is. He could have been like, let me coach the defensive backs. Hmm. You know who's gonna stop him? And he True. and he coached. Um, he coached in one of the All Star games for years before he jumped to Jackson State. Mm, um, okay. I think he coached. I think he was coaching in the Under Armour All Star game. So he was coaching all of these elite high school athletes before the ones that are committed to Oklahoma and USC and Alabama. Mm. So he's been around. All he has the relationships with those high school coaches. I'm assuming he definitely has the relationships with a lot of those players. He could have picked the Power Five. Uh, Power Five if he had wanted to. <laughs> That's real. Now that's I don't good think, back, I don't think he have the carte blanche at those schools that he has at the school he's at either. So, uh, yeah. that's true. Maybe not. I think it would depend. I, I think a place know. like Oregon, he probably would have. A place like Miami, he probably would have. Um, but I think that there's a lot of places where you know they would, they could try and chew him up and spit him out yeah, um, right. if he wasn't turning up enough wins. Um, but he's got a great thing going at uh, Jackson State. You know, yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely wishing them more success. I yep, love to see yeah. that happen. Yeah, yep, yeah, it'd be crazy. You get a couple of these five star uh wideouts and a couple of these five star running backs and quarterbacks to show up. You know, you don't know what's gonna happen. That's true. That's how it yeah. starts. Yep. Yeah, exactly, Paul. That's how it starts. It is, yeah, man. So. Hey, fellas, hey, this, this has been a good part. It felt good to get back on, you know, it, did. it felt real yep. good to get back out here, man. I, I want to make sure everybody's. 
following us on Instagram as well. Balling is a hobby podcast. Hit us up. If you got any insight you want to throw into the Dion thing, to our power rankings, to fantasy football, how you looking with your squad, whatever we talked about, feel free to hit us up and come chop it up with us. But outside of that, that's it. That's all, folks. We out. All right, Joe.